This is Cordis. This is Nick. This is Kyle. This is John. This is Zach. And you're listening to Geektopia. Now we're in the situation with Fantastic Four where they bombed. Uh, really? Yeah, right. The best Fantastic Four movie will still be in The Incredibles in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you look at it, it's the same thing as Sony with Spider-Man, only accelerated. Uh, and I think the only difference here is Fox has a bigger leg to stand on because they also have the X-Men properties. Uh, so they're trying to get more out of Marvel than Sony could out of them. Uh, but I think that it could be that Fantastic Four is happening, the deal's just not done or anywhere near done, especially with the three new movie titles. Uh, for some reason I heard, and obviously rumors are rumors, that Netflix might pick up Fantastic Four. I would not want that. I would rather... Here's what I would see. And this goes back to they have three new property or three movies coming out in 2020. Going on Marvel's uh, schedule, they typically try to do one new property right now and one sequel a year. Uh, you look at it, that's Ant Man and Avengers 2 this year. Next year, it's Civil War and Doctor Strange, Strange right? Yep. Yeah. Now, when you get into the mechanic of three movies a year starting 2020, I think we're going to see a rotating schedule of. Two sequels, one new. Then two new, one sequel. See, I think so we're going to see something different. I actually think you're going to end up with a sequel, a new movie, and you're also going to end up with a team film. That would be great. I think that's a great mechanic. I think that's the way it's going to work. But When does here's... Infinity War 2 come out? 2019? Yeah, yeah, 2019. So looking at 2020, we're going to have a large universe, and I think this is my hope. I can't say that it's going to happen, but I want an Avengers Academy movie. Mm-hmm. Or an Avengers Academy slash Future Foundation movie, where they combine the two sort of uh, younger child hero uh, mechanics and bring them in. Because you can then lead that into a Runaways movie by just having several of the Runaways leave the Academy at the end of a movie based on whatever conflict happens. It doesn't even have to be a movie, it could be a series. Uh I think the Future Foundation... Yeah, Runaways would be perfect for TV. Yeah, it's a, that's a, Netflix, it's a Netflix. I think Runaways would be good for Netflix, because I think the Runaways is... you, you got to be a little bit... Um, darker? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be a little bit darker. It's got to be some, some really messed up stuff that happens, I think, in that. But, but here's my thinking for Avengers Academy. Civil War is going to see the first of this. Heroes who can't drink. Heroes who can't smoke. They're all, we're getting Peter Parker at high school level, and we're slowly going to be acclimated to the fact that there are heroes who aren't even out of puberty and have no guidance at all. They're not going to be, they're not going to be brought into S.H.I.E.L.D., they're not going to be brought into the Avengers right away, except for maybe Spider-Man, who's the real, you know, the first come, first serve kind of guy. Especially you don't have the X-Men, where you could get away with having a bunch of kids. Yeah, there's no Xavier Institute, uh, so I think I would love to see an Avengers Academy or something along those lines. And why I really hope we get Fantastic Four is so that we can actually have some sort of obligation of Future Foundation and Avengers Academy under one roof. Because I would love to see the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man on film at the same time teaching these kids. Because I don't think any of the current Avengers have that capability of teaching kids. But you bring in that crew... And suddenly the doors are wide open. I'm going to say some blasphemous shit. Okay, say it. I don't even care about the Fantastic Four being 
anywhere. I don't care I don't about care. Fantastic Four. I don't care, care about Doctor Doom and Galactus. I do okay, those I do. I get that because I want would love to see the Silver Doctor Surfer. Doctor Doom and Iron Man in the same movie. Oh, right. I need to change my <laughs> right. Yeah, but can't we just that do that and just skip the Fantastic? I know. I get that, but I'm like, I the Fantastic Four is a team. I just don't care. It's not. I don't even the care. Most, it's it says something about the most exciting part about Fantastic Four isn't a Fantastic Four. <laughs> would it make sense to do? Like what they're doing with Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman, you introduce, let's say, Reed Richards in one of the movies, and kind of have you segue into okay, the part of this universe now not because not the everyday Joe Schmo is going to be like, oh wait, they just came out with a Fantastic Four movie with Chris <laughs> Evans, and then they're going to be like, who's this guy? Why is <clears throat> and there a different actor playing him? It's interesting that you say that because I think Carol Danvers is going to give a Wonder Woman treatment. I think she's going to be introduced in a movie because. Uh, unfortunately, her movie got pushed back. Yep. Due to uh, what was it, Ant Man of a Wasp? And Black Panther got pushed up. Yeah, which is great for Black Panther. I love that. I yeah. love that that's getting pushed up. I'm scared because it just it doesn't seem like that. Yeah, they pushed the date up, but who's directing it? Who's writing it? Who else is in the movie? Jack like, right. Roseman. That, that's all they have. I they feel have... like it's safe to assume that they've been. Well, and working on Black Panther since they started working on Avengers too. I mean, like, they've, yeah. they've been working on Black Panther for years. years. Been working on I get Doctor that, Strange but that's why Iron I'm. Man. But that's kind of why I'm afraid is because they've been working on it for so long. But there's no other announcement other than you have a Black Panther movie. We're moving it up, and we have Chadwick Boseman. Who and else Ulysses is connected? Claw is probably going to be probably, but even he's not even announced. That's what I mean. It's like you're moving right. a movie up, but I have no other information to go on. I'm kind of concerned by that. Well, I think they could also just be limiting information because of what's involved in Civil War. At this point, I feel like Marvel is just like a plug-and-play deal. It doesn't really matter who's directing it. It doesn't matter right. who's writing it. They figured it out. They've got some kind of formula somewhere, and it's been working. No, it clearly matters who writes it, at the very least, because with at, only for new heroes. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, because no, they have gone through, I think, seven different announcements as who's writing Captain Marvel, and then backed off on because it wasn't right. Or because they had to go somewhere else. So they're clearly taking their time mm-hmm. uh, finding this. And Same with Black Panther's director. Yep. I've heard about five different people now that have been attached. And then a week later, that person says that they're withdrawing themselves from it. Because what it's always saying is creative differences. And it's like, I saw what creative differences has done before with Marvel and great directors. It's got me concerned that they can't even get someone to start with. It's one I mean, thing when they have someone that they back off on a sequel, but give me a starter at least. Ant Man wasn't that bad, and they had a change. In I like Ant Man a lot. Yeah, they had a change in direction. Ant Man had a really, you know, other than Ant Man, he's directed what? Yes Man mm. with Jim Carrey. That yeah, shitty movie. Yeah. And then play. Exactly. I truly trust. Well, he Kevin was also Biden. working off of what right. And yeah, uh, his, everyone his had already planned for, for ten years. He came into a partially done project. Yeah, uh, he just had to smooth the edges over on a project. It was already there, and he just had to refine the details to it. And I feel like Spielberg did with AI. But going back to what I was saying about Carol Danvers being Wonder Woman, then I think that having her be pushed back, if they don't do it, they're making a mistake because they've been preaching for so long that we're going to have this. Uh, female hero. She's going to be a great mascot of the Marvel Universe as a big female hero. Uh, they've been pretty much pushing that. I actually think they're waiting to see if Wonder Woman fails from Batman v Superman. That could happen. I and, agree. Yeah. I think that... I think they want to see what happens with that, and it's Nick. like, if it works, 
they're going to try to take everything that they that, that worked with Wonder Woman and make sure that their their Miss Marvel does that. And if it doesn't work, again, they're going to find all the things that didn't work with Batman v Superman's Wonder Woman and try to fill their Cam- Carol Danvers with that. I think they have a perfect way to segue in Carol Danvers with Infinity Wars Part 1. I agree. I think that, or even, I was talking to Zach about this earlier, what you do is you bring in Marvel somehow to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. And then that translates over to somehow him leaving for Earth to warn them about Infinity Wars Part 1. Some, Carol Danvers befriends him somehow in the in-between time. Leads to Carol Danvers getting powers. I would love to have the, the Captain Marvel movie not be in origin and have her jump off as her already being a hero. I think that would be a very strong plot point. Especially if it's between Infinity Wars 1 and 2. Because she's a great bridge between Galactic and Earthbound heroes. Uh, that's her that's basically the last year or so of her in the comics has been that galactic extension of the Avengers. She has been an ambassador of the Avengers, and I think that would be a great way to have her sort of be in She's the really been like the Green Lantern, where she's just like the the Earth kind of bounce hero who just is never on Earth anymore and is always in space. It's like that's <laughs> well, what she does. <laughs> deba- it's debatable on that because I think Nova is more of the uh, Green Lantern. Her leaving Earth had less to do with her cosmic responsibilities and more of a fact that everyone was expecting her to do all this stuff. Right. But she lost all of the memory of who she was, so she didn't want to commit herself to that. I mean, I'd agree with the Nova comment if we were talking about Richard Ryder, but that new kid, I don't. Sam Alexander? Yeah. yeah. If we were talking, like, if we were talking, you know, Richard Ryder, Nova, yes, he is definitely the, the Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. Green Lantern, you know, comparison. But I think that they totally moved away from that and now they've made him like a kid i think that it was like a kind of a strategic let's move the, this down to like the kid level hero and let's move carol danvers up and make prop her up instead as our is our galactic human ambassador to the space kind of protection angle right i think having a, a property like captain marvel like i said the mass consumers who see these movies don't know who she is yep you think captain marvel you automatically think it's a it's a man yep what they're doing with Peter Parker in Civil War, I think, is smart. They're introducing him vaguely there. And then he's going to have his own movie, Hey World, Andrew Garfield's not here anymore. We got this new kid, Tom See, Holland. Here's the thing with that, though, is I think that because of that scandal, they don't even... Like, they got built-in publicity on the whole Spider-Man angle because everybody is now clamoring to get back into their Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man's the most popular superhero of all time, arguably, that people read. With Fantastic Four, it's already an own property. The movie just came out, what, three months ago? Yep. So people are going to need that reintroduction of some characters before another movie comes up, before everyone starts rolling their eyes again and don't see it. So they could easily explain away the Fantastic Four in the current Marvel Cinematic Universe in their own origin, where they've been on a space trip. That's all it needs to be. Uh, They've been on a trip to God knows where, outer space, coming back uh, right now. But that's the one thing I'd have trouble believing is like where is reed richards and all this and why isn't he been in touch with tony stark one line of dialogue oh i know this guy richards i want to i had a drink with him once or like intern from (laughs) yeah (laughs) one line of dialogue can solve that problem but it's it's even one easter egg it's uh in one of the movies after they find out fantastic four is back 
Dr. Richard's space expedition coming home or space expedition goes wrong. Absolutely, but then they need the rights back officially Exactly. First, and they have until 2020 to or, do this. Or, like, what if there's, like, even, like, a time travel element to it? Like, they left in the 60s, like, in the comics, but they just show up now when everyone would have just forgotten about them. Pitch that shit. That's you know, awesome. You know what's even better? That's you make awesome. it that Reed Richards was, perfect, was on a really team. Hard. He's building a team that's on an expedition to attempt to find Wasp, the original Wasp. Oh, which would even... It's like a cage. <laughs> the light bulb just went off bing, in my bing, head. Bing, bing, bing. That was good, Kyle. That's where he comes in. That's where they come back from. And that's how you... I mean, that's... You got plenty of time. You can wait. And now they can get the rights back by the time that Ant-Man and Wasp movie comes out. So, can I Introduce say something Reed real there. quick Damn. about the Wasp Easter egg in Ant-Man? I didn't see it. You haven't seen Ant-Man? No, I didn't see the Easter eggs. So the Easter egg of the Wasp in Ant-Man is when he goes down to the microverse, uh, quantum zone, whatever they're calling it, and you see the shadow of Mm -hmm. the Wasp effectively in there. So Wasp is just in the microzone that's in his daughter's bedroom. This is a microzone, something so infinitesimally, so small... That like infinitesimally, infinitesimally, yes, that's the word. Uh, <laughs> so small that the size of a uh, head of a needle would be the size of a country. Like, it's, and Wasp just happens to be in his daughter's bedroom. That's why it's an Easter egg. Cause it's not official. Oh yeah, the, the director confirmed for the fans. It's the shape of the wasp. They can look at that and speculate all they want, but we know that means nothing. Just I'm like pretty Hank sure McCoy we two wasn't Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, fair point. You know, but I was pretty sure the director confirmed, like, yeah, it's supposed to be a wasp. But like, yeah, I mean, it's probably just a fun Easter egg for I agree, fanboys like us fun. to speculate on a Friday night while drinking yeah. beers. So like, oh, did you guys see that? Is there a good chance it never goes anywhere? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't ever. The next movie just has nothing to do with her. <laughs> see, I beg to differ because they block her face out in the picture with Michael Douglas. That's they fair. want to bring that character in somehow, and she's gonna be young, just like Hope. Yeah, same age, pretty much. Interesting. Do speaking of going nowhere with properties, do you, do you think they're ever going to utilize Ghost Rider again? Marvel, no, ha- Marvel has not. that right back. Ghost Rider, I feel like, would work better as a TV show. Netflix I agree. So would be great. If they were going to do anything, I'm like not that. saying as a movie, but I'm saying, do you think they're going to utilize it? Um, if they're doing Moon Knight, I could see them tying uh, yeah. Ghost Rider into that, and then maybe if people like him, giving him his own show. With Moon Knight, uh, Zach and I again were talking about this earlier. Uh, there's a rumor that they're bringing in Moon Knight because they can't figure out how to do Danny Rand and Iron Fist in this Defenders universe, and they're going to replace him with Moon Knight. How do you? What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good idea, bad idea? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I always viewed Luke Cage and the Iron Fist as a package deal. Right. Batman and of those two, Luke Cage is definitely the more prominent hero. So uh, I don't know. I, I I could I wouldn't be enraged. I, I would be kind of annoyed. But on the other hand, I can also see why that could be a problem. Just because the Iron Fist probably might be the most obscure hero yet to get any kind of. Right. They've anything. already briefly yeah. teased it with Madame Gao mm-hmm. uh, and her yeah, and, yeah. Uh, her power. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who's to say that she there? He's still going to be in. I this. think he's still going to be there. Yeah, I think there. he's just not getting his yeah. own show. It, explaining that, explaining Kun Lun and how to incorporate him. To yeah. Luke Cage. They're just, yeah, they're just gonna. Yeah. You're gonna. He'll be part of Luke Cage's TV show. Is it something about his 
so yeah, it'll his almost meeting be Daniel and like how that happened. It'll almost be what Luke Cage is to the Jessica Jones show. Danny Rand will be to Luke Cage. Show. Yeah, it just will never lead into its own show. What about That's the, the Defenders? Thing. He'd be part of the Defenders. He would yeah, be yeah, part of the Defenders. He would just never get his own show. That's I'm right. That. Yeah, because I mean, uh, who's the uh, Iron Fist villain? The the uh, big dragon guy, freaking Ping uh, Ping Shum. Is that an Ping Iron Fist? Ping Ping Boom. Is he the Iron Fist? An Iron Fist no, villain? He's a or Fantastic Four he's Iron Man. He's Iron, he's no, Iron he's, Man. You're right, Iron Man. No, he's Iron Man. Like who? N- other than other fighters having the same exact power, which I think is but again, been done to death. Kowloon stuff. Like you have to, you have to be standing. Yeah. that's where. That's all that stuff is. His his solo stuff is all about him being there. Right. Any other storylines that you're ever reading about him, it's about him and Luke Cage. While we're so, on the subject. What did you guys think about that 30-second Daredevil trailer? I think it was 30 seconds of me wanting two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and all we saw is the back of John Bernthal's head. And the x-ray of this, or whatever it was, of the skull. It looked yeah. like an x-ray, which was bizarre, but uh, I'm kind of wondering how they're going to incorporate that into his origin, when he's going to put the skull on, if he's going to put the skull on this season, and there's one scene from the comics that I want to happen, and that's where Daredevil is tied up on a roof. Uh, Punisher is about to kill someone who has done pretty bad shit in his life, and Daredevil's got a gun in his hand. He is uh, he has one bullet in the gun, and he can shoot the Punisher, or he can basically get himself free uh, and hope that he gets to the Punisher in time before Punisher kills this guy. And he's he's faced with his choice: Do I kill someone to prevent someone else from dying, or do I sit here and let him kill someone who has done unspeakable bad? And he just can't get over the fact that he's being presented with his choice. Like, why are you making me do this? He's like, so you can understand the choice that I make every day that I go out there. So you're just, I mean, are we assuming that the Punisher is a bad guy, or is he a good? Well, guy? I'm assuming he's a chaotic neutral guy. He's mm-hmm. not the bad guy of the season, but he's an interference. Mm. And there's, of course, the inevitable team-up, which will happen. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is, <laughs> I don't know. Is the Punisher part of the Defenders or no? no. He's not part of the Defenders, part of but... Anything. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't He's think just so. a Punisher. He's just a pain in the butt who shows up in the middle Sociopath. of the story. We're but also he's... coming into a season where it's not really established whether Daredevil's a good guy or a bad guy of a public eye. So he could very well be hunting Daredevil at first. I mean, what was that last newspaper article that Foggy had? It was like, Daredevil saves the day or something. Yeah, but for that's now. like his first good publicity yeah. in the whole show. Yeah, that's that's yeah. realistically realistically we're also talking about. And then also go in the Jessica Jones preview comics. <laughs> the Jessica, anyone read that? The Jessica Jones prequel? Pre- yeah, it came out like I love that they name no. drop. Yeah, but that it still looks like everyone still kinda treats him as just like a no good vigilante mm. in that, and that's right before Jessica Jones starts. So I'm assuming that he's still most people are still going to view like a him as prequel comic, a thug in a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's on Marvel Unlimited. It's free. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like twelve pages, enough. but uh, but it's it's cool. It's 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 illustrated by uh by Michael Gatos, and it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. So it's basically just alias. Oh. So yeah, it's the basic premise of it is she tracks down a guy who owes money to his uh what his baby mama, and uh. She basically finds out Daredevil beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Takes some money out of his wallet and leaves. And demonstrates some quick superpowers in jumping to the roof of a hospital when the police are looking for her. 
so it's bringing in. I'm really excited to see the powers in Jessica Jones. Mm. But I think the last point I want to get across, uh, something that we talked about before this podcast, is I think the Civil War trailer is coming a week from Tuesday. I can uh, see that. The reason for this being is these are the last spring movies for Marvel to be released and when their trailers came out. Uh, look at Age of Ultron trailer, October 22nd. Winter Soldier trailer, October 24th. Iron Man Free teaser, October 23rd. Uh, Avengers trailer, October 11th. Marvel tends to release their spring uh, trailer in October. It's got a solid pattern that it's believable, but Disney is already releasing a big-name trailer effectively today because we're going to put this out on Monday. Uh, so this should be coming out today of a Star Wars trailer, which I'm you know super excited for. Uh, and I doubt they'll put it out the same week. They'll want to wait a week or so, continue that hype train, get everyone all on board. Uh, so I think a week from tomorrow, at the time this airs, we will probably be seeing an Avengers Civil War trailer. Could be attached to S.H.I.E.L.D., for all I know. Because that's be why Shield. That's why I want to say Tuesday, is I want them to Unless attach the S.H.I.E.L.D. Could probably leak like it. Because I remember I was at my grandma's house. Like, it's Walton yeah. Sherry, like, I'm like, Grandma, I gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I found, like, that, like, I think it was, it was like, uh, Daily Motion one. I was like, yeah. yes, hasn't been taken down yet, I'm sending this to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw it, I was literally in my grandmother's bathroom watching, I was like, oh my god, this looks like the best movie ever, and then I was like, mediocre. So honestly, I'm hoping in two weeks' time or so, we're going to be sitting here picking apart that Civil War trailer piece by piece frame by piece. by effing frame. Oh, and also the Thor and the, the Ragnarok news. Okay, can we hear this? Because I don't... I Hulk, is going Hulk, to, is Hulk is confirmed. Oh. Which, here's the thing about it, though. Hulk is confirmed, so we're effectively getting a buddy cop movie of Foreign Hulk, which I'm perfectly okay with. But with Ragnarok, that's what makes me worry. Like, I feel like that should be a Thor-centric... But... Supposedly, they're going to be going up against the Valkyries, which against means the Valkyries. Okay. two things. One, they might introduce the Valkyrie character herself, which is kind of odd because you already have Sif, which effectively fills that uh-huh. role. And two, they were talking about bringing in the Enchantress, it, which already kind of has that background in S.H.I.E.L.D. So mm. if they bring in the Enchantress at all, you should assume Sif is coming in because... They have, they've already established there's a background there. Could they just turn Sif into a Valkyrie? That, would think, would be the best bet. I, would yeah, like I have a feeling that. that that's where they've maybe been kind of going. Like Valkyrie training. <laughs> well, I almost feel like maybe this is something that the Ragnarok starts or it happens and somehow Sif dies. and Becomes a Valkyrie. Yeah, and becomes yeah. a Valkyrie and then ends up like okay. coming back in like yeah. the third act of the movie and effectively is like the, the reinforcement somehow mm-hmm. to like stop Ragnarok with you know, Thor and Thor getting Hulk involved, whether that means that Loki, maybe. Loki, maybe. is he confirmed for Ragnarok? No. Yeah, he is. Loki oh, is he? and Sif are both cons- confirmed for Oh, okay. so then I can see where, hold on, then I totally see where we're getting a Hulk from. How do we not just have Loki somehow taking control of Banner and using him as, like, his way of kicking off Ragnarok? Well, it's here's some sort the thing. of a weapon. He's using can him as he like, take control of people without a scepter? A scepter is no longer there, it's in the Vision's head. That's true, but I'm saying I, he may be able to in some way, shape, yeah, or form. Like there's got to be, there's got to be something somehow. The Ragnarok story has to be connected to the rest of Enchantress. Well, yeah, there you go. That's, and that's his actually, way of controlling actually, people. And I want to say, in the movie, they're animated movies, and that how it actually happened is that it's, he frees the Enchantress. Yeah, it's Loki and the Enchantress that end up having Hulk. them take over Hulk to fight Thor. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see us getting something similar to that in some way, shape, or form. But I actually think that they're going to use Hulk to kick off Ragnarok in place of using Thor. 
and then Thor is like it's he's gonna be like have to show up and be like you idiots like you guys don't even know what you just did <laughs> you know what I mean like we're all screwed the yeah. Hulk's here yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that dialogue between Hulk and Loki again like oh it's we meet again last time wasn't so pleasant <laughs> And then he'll just slam him into the ground like 700 times again. Or I was thinking that Loki, I mean, Thor just needs the Hulk's help. And he just goes down to Earth and be like, Banner, you need to get angry. What? Or maybe he just, he had Thor secret him away at the end so like he could get away from Earth. Be like, I bet Asgard could handle this. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. That he's in Asgard. He went. That would actually make sense because he's been in Asgard this whole time. Maybe this will be the catalyst for him getting a little more intellect. Yeah, everyone's stronger there. It's not as big of a deal. You know, actually, you know what would be cool about that is that you could do that and you could get kind of like a not really going to give you Planet Hulk, but give Hulk on on in Asgard in like a melee battle yeah, somewhere like a, like in battle armor. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you just get him and it's like this is where he's been the whole time. Fighting it's, people who can actually he can, it. Yeah, yeah, where he can actually do that, you know, where he can be Hulk. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just in my brain fanboy moment there. In my brain I just see Hulk battling like the Warriors three in like a training duel and it's just him straight up in battle armor in like an arena. Yeah, just battling it out with these guys. <laughs> you know? So I want to come back to this next week a little more after we've had a little more time to think about it and actually see if they close on uh, who's the car- who's the guy who plays uh, Hulk? Mark, Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, I want to see because it's still not official that they've closed on him. They were in final talks. Uh, so I want to see how that happens. Uh, and next week I want <laughs> to bring up... What does he have going for him? <laughs> now you see me too. <laughs> yeah. And Mark is a good actor. I'm not I saying he's not. War to sequel. But know, what else is that, that's a different topic. <laughs> that's a bad movie, All right. I guess. But we'll come back next week. We'll talk about Agents of Shield because I don't think enough happened this week to really warrant yeah. its own podcast. But uh, I think that's it for tonight. We're at 26 minutes now, so I'm going to cut it here. <laughs>